What it do, baby boo? Hey, hey. We back in this B. <laughs> we back, 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 back again. Yes, he's hey, back. He's back. Um, tell a friend, right? Is that how it goes? Yes, yeah, so a really tell a friend. Um, Welcome to another episode of Sisterish. I'm your girl, Erica. And I'm Kayla. Um, and you know, we got a little podcast. If it's your first time being here, you know, uh, we your hosts, we sisters, we stick together. Yeah, so this is a podcast called Sisterish, where it is hosted by Kayla and Erica, and we are here to just continue to be our authentic selves and just share our experiences. And hopefully, you know, you guys can relate to that and also share yours. We're all just on this journey where mm. we are just every day trying to evolve into our best selves or at least better ourselves because every day is a journey. You know, like Miley Cyrus says, it's a climb. It's a climb. Okay, I'm so sorry for everyone's earbuds. <laughs> no, that was great, Kaylee. Yeah, so we all know that like, we're all just trying to like be on this ghetto earth and we're all walking around. We all like, we don't know what's up. We don't know what's down. We don't know what's left. We don't know what's right. Okay. And you know, we just all trying <laughs> to live life. But the only way that you go navigate the ghetto, okay, is by being yourself. I mean, I feel like that's the best way. Cause if you're trying to be somebody else for real, for real, if you're trying to be somebody else, like, you're going to have all of these thoughts, these complications that are like, is this right? Am I doing, is this going to be approved? Like, is this going to be what everyone appreciates? Like, no. And the only way that you're ever going to enjoy being in this ghetto universe is being your true full self. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone's trying to put you in a box, you're like, I don't belong in this box. I'm claustrophobic. You know what I'm saying? And so you trying to find out how you can breathe and you just got to breathe in the way that works for you, which is outside that box. Yeah. Anyway, so let's just do a quick catch up, Erica. So what's going on in your life? <laughs> Yo, so ratchet today. Um, well, you know, cause I'm on the mic, you know, I'm really free flowing. You know what I'm saying? This is my space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is my authentic self. I don't know why you hate me. <laughs> You know what, but you know what people would say. They would say, "F the haters." Okay, they would be like, "Just stay true to you, gangster." But that's not anyway. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and move forward, and let's just talk me through your week. How's it been? Yeah, I mean, it's been all right. It's been a week. Um, work has been cray cray. Like for whatever reason, they think that I actually want to do the job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> trying to understand. <laughs> Um, no, but like they for real have had me up at like 7 a.m. Like for the past like two weeks is my third week with 7 a.m.s. I even had some 7 p.m. meetings like the first week. Um, I had like a 9 p.m. meeting that first week too. Mm-mm, it's I'm just sleep. been, yeah, been wild. Um, and I'm like, um, 
no, I just really want a sugar daddy. So I don't even know why this is like a, not an option for me at this moment in time. Please, if you are a sugar daddy and you are fine and not super old, but you got lots of money, maybe like that would be who I'm looking for instead of an actual like J-O-B. Um, but yeah, so that thing is still there. Still don't care for it as much, but trying not to complain, trying to be appreciative of like where I am in life and the opportunities that I currently have. So like from a work standpoint, it just really is what it is. I'm just trying not to super complain. Um, how about work? How's work going for you? Oh, um, well, work is the same that it always is. You know, I'm really yeah, just... Still there. Exactly. It's, it's still, you know, running me that check, which I do appreciate. But I, um, no, I do because, you know, I have to keep, keep these lights on, you know, everything flowing, unfortunately, but fortunately. Um, But it's a, you know, it's been this time of year where, you know, it's like that, that review time, you know, and I'm just out here trying to like, get get the money you know like you know I've been working for y'all this is my accomplishments you know so right three years or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. so like here I'm wanting to you know and have an increase and I want it to be pretty significant see so that's my contributions exactly exactly um One day we'll get a YouTube that we consistently post to. We're basically up here like giving like a little like uh like we're, we're trying to intimidate through the mic. Being, mm. being like he's like, give me my run me my check, B. <laughs> That's what we would do when we was on that vibe. The vibe that she didn't want me to be on earlier. Yeah, she joined me. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's like how I'm doing with work. I mean, personal, yeah. personally, um, you know, it's the start again of wedding season Gross. for um, me and the brides. The yeah, the well, yeah, not me. Like, I'm obviously not a bride, but I'm just, I'm just happy to be there. You know, isn't um, every season wedding season? I really didn't think that wedding season was, you know, January. So. Well, I'm saying as like for the new year, you know, mm. like we had, it was in weddings last Go year. Ahead, just tell them that you was at a wedding and you ate everybody up in your dress. Go ahead. Tell them. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that, but yeah, I was mean. Showing up and showing out. The bride walked into the room and literally was like, I got to go. Kayla's best dress and I'm supposed to be. And the wedding was canceled and they just had a party. Tell them that that's what happened. Wow, what a what an event! If that was true, unfortunately, that was very dramatic, and that's not what happened. They still got married. It was a very lovely um, event, and yeah, I was happy to be there. Everybody was just, you know, doing the thing. It was cold as shit, um, and but yeah, there was a lot of adventures to getting there, sitting next to random people at the dinner table, and listening to their issues about dating and why they can't find a mate because they ain't out here (laughs) no they they were saying that like he goes on dates all the time like it just doesn't work out for him and yeah 
but I also was just like, I was also just like, honestly, I think you probably some, I mean, I was like truly asking them like real questions of like, why aren't, why isn't it working for you? Like, what are you saying to them? What are you doing? And like, there was another girl that was like also helping and like, he like asked both of us and he's like, so like, you know, I see that you guys are both here with a date. Um, and so like, what made you, you know, like, you know, go with basically like what made you like choose this person basically that you're dating and the girl, I was like really thinking about my answer. I was like, okay. And the girl literally was like, the sex was good. And I died. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Like, I took me a second. I was Be like, like that. I was like, oh, but you know what? She's not wrong. She's not wrong when it's she like, not. when it's like, she got great priorities. I'm it, not gonna lie. Exactly. I was like, I was like great sex. I'm sorry. Okay. Great sex. I feel like it can like, it can realign your spine. Like it can really get your mind right too. You know, that's what I'm saying. She onto something. No, I mean, I understand her answer. I was just like, sorry. One other thing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But, like, also, what other part do you really want from the other person? Like, people are annoying. Like, just shut up and have sex with me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) That's why her priorities are correct. Like, pay me, okay? Your options are pay me or dick me down, right? If you're in dicks. Yeah, or just, yeah, exactly. Just, like, make make me orgasm whatever yes yeah correct exactly exactly I mean I get it so I just was like oh I mean that's that's real like that's a real answer because you know sometimes it's like Goldilocks you know you gotta find something that works for you so except if Goldilocks only had little bears okay (laughs) because that's what's out here okay the porridge is too small that's what it is damn anyway so then like he was like okay you know and then he was like so what's your answer and like my answer was literally just like well it's important that you're able to you know (laughs) it was completely opposite I love how you're already laughing at me (laughs) but it was you know it's important that you know you're you have someone that like you can communicate with and you have a good time with and you guys can laugh together um and he was like, wow, that's so nice. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> that was um, my response. Oh. Okay. Hush. Yeah, personality. Uh-huh. No, I know you're right. You're right, though. You're really right. You can't have a douchebag around. That's why I'm so sad. Okay, so I know we were talking about working. You transitioned a little bit. But, like, literally today, like, literally, like, three hours ago. I'm so sad, y'all. I'm so sad. I'm not so sad, but I'm, like, sad, okay? And, like, you know, I don't know if I've talked about him that yes. much, but... No, 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 you have, because there's definitely an episode, like, yes, there's an episode of how you met, met this guy, and you said he was, like, so delicious. And so oh, my God, delicious. Mr. Delicious. Yeah, and, uh, and mm. yeah, mm. so people, if, like, you're, if you listen to every episode, you know the person. All right, keep going. Or you've heard of him, I should say. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm really sad. Like, tell me why was... Erica literally called me. Yo, and I don't today. be calling nobody. She literally called me today, <laughs> and like, as soon as she said, "I'm so sad," 
I literally was just like, oh, what happened with so-and-so? Like, it, it had no, like, there was no reason why I thought it was, why I could have known it was this. But the fact that I, like, immediately was like, so what happened with, I already knew. Like, it was just like, and I had no reason to. Like, no because what else would I be sad about? Work is a continuous suck cycle. So why <laughs> would I even be talking about it? I mean, so, like, clearly I'm talking about the big old dick that I was having. And I oh just. God. I'm literally like, anyway, so we were texting and, you know, it was just like a random conversation and somehow we transitioned into like the fact that like, he's about to be in a relationship, like someone, he was like, yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody, you know, recently and, you know, like, um, you know, they've expressed to me that they would like more. And so I just, am. most likely not going to be single for much longer. And my literal vagina dried right on up. No, you're, no, you're, yeah. And it also, Uh honestly, your vagina just cried. It let out a whimper. It literally, yeah, like made a sound. It was like, oh, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, like, did, did he like, does he want to? Uh, clearly he wants to. I'm also very confused because like, if I'm being really real, like I'm like, so one, these are, this, this is, this is my thought process. God dang, the dick is gone. Like, dang, <laughs> that was the first thought. Then I was like, you know what? He was actually a genuinely good person. Like I actually enjoyed our actual conversations, loved the energy, the vibe, like I just, on top of the fact that he was delicious, I was just talking, anyway, so I'm just like, what is this? Now, I had been mentally preparing myself that like, okay, I feel like I'm too healthily obsessed with this individual and something's going to happen, but I thought I had more time. I thought I had more time. And um, for those who don't know, it's been about like two months that I've known this individual. It's it's not that deep, but they've been great it's been a great two months and I'm just like, so who is this hoe? Like who is, who are they? And let me not make assumptions, but like, who are they? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and where, where they come from? You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, we were just talking about me being like, yo, I'm trying to be number one on your roster. Like, I'm sure you got one. So just move me on up okay to the top spot you know and he was like I just want you to know you know that I'm the favorite and I'm like you sure are so I I thought we had established you know that maybe we're not exclusive not maybe but we're definitely not exclusive but like don't go giving it away I clearly spoke him up because here comes a text message um (laughs) but yo I'm just like why are you taking that D away from me? No, and I think, like, the saddest part for Erica, which was hilarious, she was like, and I met him organically. I <laughs> did. Yo, that's also wild. When you, you don't meet nobody out in natural environment. You don't meet people no more. And the fact that we met literally, like, and the fact that I approached him, okay, I came out of my comfort zone. <laughs> And now you want me to go back to the apps or something? <laughs> All ugly. Ain't nobody cute on the apps. 
anybody cute on the apps? How many times you got to swipe before you actually see somebody who's like a decent human being? <laughs> I know. I literally, even when she said that, I was like, honestly, though, like those apps are trash. Like the apps I just wanted like- to cuddle with you, to have someone to have dinner with, to grab a drink, to go on an activity, you know, obviously the sex. So like, I just was looking for regular interactions and it was, it was, it fell in my lap. God was like, here you go. You deserve this. And just as quickly as as you think you got something, it can disappear. You know what I'm saying? So he giveth and he taketh away. Okay. So we'll just, you know, see how that ends up going. You never know. Not that I'm wishing terrible things upon his future relationship, but you know, I would appreciate if he came back. So that's where we're at in yeah life. yeah that was really funny because it was just like dang funny for you no 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 no. it's not funny i'm miserable I, <laughs> I feel for you i'm really i'm i really am sorry for you i agree i mean it's really sad out here because yeah i mean i had the audacity to even be like oh my god the apps suck like don't ever and then i was like lol me <laughs> but it's okay so here we are all alone in this room. So yeah, that's our life. That's our little catch up. So that's what y'all get. Um, so Kayla and I have actually been chatty chatting and obviously we're new out here in these streets. We haven't really gotten no kind of real structure to our podcast. We've tried a couple of different things. We've done a couple of little thing, thing, things. Um, and so we were rethinking about how we want to do our podcast. And so um, this segment that we're about to on over into is new for everyone listening so if it's your first time it's our first time too we're all virgins on this topic okay um and it's called some from the internet (laughs) because we're so creative and we come up with names all the time and we are just super snazzy and catchy uh but no we have a segment now that's called something from the internet which is basically the segment where we get something from the internet and we talk about it so (laughs) wow um for this segment um i actually have a meme that i'm gonna pull up and um i think uh Kayla came up with a topic, but I found a meme to kind of go along with it. So, you know, we're not organically creating something from our internet. We're trying to fit it into our main topic, but y'all need to know all that. So um, this is from a Instagram page called My Therapist Says, and um, we'll post it on our Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, (laughs) what a great opportunity for you to get on that train because we got one and we gonna try and um, make it so that you appreciate giving us your follow. Um, But you can follow us at sisterish underscore podcast. Okay. Once again, on Instagram, it is at sisterish underscore podcast. Um, So maybe we'll post this and tag the people. Um, But it says, So you spent most of your childhood wishing you were an adult. Someone responds and says, yes. And now you're an adult. Are you happy? And basically it's the image of somebody about to cry because clearly adulting sucks. Yes, it has its days for sure. Anything you have to say more than that on this topic? No, honestly, yes, I do. It's, uh, I think everyone, as soon as they really as soon as you like graduate college or maybe like you enter 
like or if you didn't go to college like you leave high school type of thing once you're done with education you're like oh shoot this is what life is like you know like we're all out here like having specific things that we have to do and it's like it's all up to us um and it's stressful and you know all this stuff and you're just like I was happy just, you know, trying to get the bag of chips from the lunch lady. You know, like I was upset when the ranch was, when the ranch was gone from the dispenser. You know what I'm saying? And the cafeteria. Those were our concerns, you know, like, dang, that, the, the cheese that's I wanted in the vending machine are out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That was it. Or like, dang, I got the pizza with the, you know, they used to squish the send you um give you that square pizza mm-hmm. so you would get the pizza and you would always want like that middle piece and you'd be like dang I got a piece of crust you know what I'm saying or worse you got like the corner piece so you got sides of crust you know what I'm saying yeah yeah exactly but those were like you know our problems very first world and exactly. that's how I feel about being a child yeah I mean obviously not to diminish you know young people and be like oh my god Brad Chad and dad don't like me I guess I don't know who dad is but like <laughs> Brad <laughs> And why are all these people white? <laughs> I mean, you know, I went to a PWI, so <laughs> you're right. <laughs> and that really was my issue. Brad, Chad, and Dad don't like me, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> relatable. This is actually real life content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. I just was laughing um, about that because it's become a joke that like is like one of those laughing but serious jokes between people that are older in their 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, above. And you're just like, wow, like it's actually not that fun because really what makes it unfun is like the fact that you have to pay people. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, what are bills? exactly and like it was so funny I was like talking to my manager and she was like saying how like you know when she first got her new place she was like so excited to get mail and blah 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 and then she was like yeah but then that excitement really wore off I was like like, everybody's always asking me for money (laughs) hold up I gotta pay lights I gotta pay water I gotta pay trash I gotta pay sewer I gotta pay electric I gotta pay gas I gotta pay rent or mortgage like car insurance car note like you literally got to pay for everything phone bill you you literally you have to fund your own life what is that (laughs) exactly you know like the enjoyment really wears off so it just was really funny because it was like yeah I mean it's not like you're getting like j14 magazines anymore like seriously where your biggest thing is like oh my god I want to take this quiz am I ready for my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) what accessory what your (laughs) what your birthday says about you (laughs) which celebrity crush would you be (laughs) oh my god like for real those are the those are the jam I actually love that um but yeah so like when you think about it you know from a childhood you're you're like as a child you're always like I want to be grown up because you know people definitely hate being told what to do people definitely don't like listening and following like what authority figures like you want your independence you want your freedom you want your own kind of 
free will and you can think on your own and you're just like, I want to, I want to be myself and express myself and live my life. Right. But little do you know, even when you're an adult, you're really not living your life. Yeah. Somebody is telling you what to do. And his name is uncle Sam. Show is. And if it's not uncle Sam, it's called boss (laughs) manager, supervisor. Okay. And Lord. Okay. Like why I got to pay? Why are you looking for me? What is this red eviction notice? Oh my God. Never been evicted. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are all the things that you think about, but like you, you don't, you don't realize that as a child. Mm -hmm. But then also like for me specifically, like on a serious note, like I think about being a child and I also think about like my specific experiences of my childhood. And it's just kind of like, Mm, do I want to repeat these things? Like, am I going back to the exact same childhood or am I getting to redesign my life? Like, you know, um, and you know how people say like, oh, if you had a chance to redo something, you know, would you do it? Or if you had an opportunity to relive your life or, you know, change something from your past, would you do that? Um, so I'm interested, Kayla, would you relive your, would you change your life? Ooh, honestly, I have a twofold question with that because mm-hmm. I honestly was going to ask you a very similar question, but my, I was going to change it to like a specific year instead of like your whole life, you know, like, are you saying like, is it a specific year or like, um, answer your- however you feel fit girl. Okay. Well, I was thinking more so of like a specific year and I think for me, uh, if I could pick the year, I would say yeah. But, but I would also need the info, and I'm not gonna lie, I would also need the information of like, if I did change the year, how would that affect the current year and the years to come? I would need to know all the details because, you know, if my life was gonna be ex- exponentially better, like in the future years, if I could go and change, you know, certain stuff that I did then I'd be like, hell yeah, I would do it. But if my life would not be any better um, and I wouldn't know certain people or type of thing, like, you know, if certain people were not going to be in my life anymore or, I mean, you know, stuff like that, then maybe I would say no. But, you know, I think that also says something about me because, like, maybe that means I kind of live in a way of, like, regret sometimes. And I think that's something that I don't want to do. So mm-hmm. I should probably start to just be the BA girl that I am. That's right. Just, like do my shit. Yeah. I, I think, you know, so hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? So you never know what are the things that you're going to regret, but I'd be thinking about that. Like, I mean, one of the reasons that I moved, right? When I think about like, oh, the fact that I moved, right? And I had someone that cared about me. Um, why would I move? when someone, I I have someone who cares about me, I have to just think about it. Like, am I staying for me or am I staying for somebody else? And that to me is when you'll live in regret, when you do things for other people, like when you do things for the betterment of someone else versus what your own true needs and desires really are. And I think that when you're living within your, your true, full, authentic self, 
like you can't you can't you can't regret um doing that like you did what you thought was best for you in that moment whether or not you know the place that you move to or whatever you do next isn't like the the greatest thing or whatever but you the thing is is you won't regret it you'll be like all right i did that i can always get myself back or you know adjust but you won't regret making that decision because you got to actually experience it right you won't be 80 years old being like what would my life be like if i moved you'd be like i know what my life would be like and it wasn't the best, but I don't have to live with that regret. Now I can keep it pushing. What's next? You know? Yeah. Like um, the coulda, woulda, shoulda, as Samantha says. That, that reminds, so what you're talking about though, is called the like butterfly effect. I think, don't quote me on, but like, I think it is, mm-hmm, but it's because- like when one small kind of interaction, right? When a butterfly flaps its wings, it can cause like a hurricane or a tsunami or whatever the saying is, um, you know of some natural else. disaster <laughs> but it's basically saying that like you know a small action can actually have a large impact so even though you're thinking well you know i just changed one piece of the the timeline or whatever it could have a complete ripple effect so i don't personally think that it matters what year i would change or what specific thing i would change i just think that it would change everything about where I am at. And I don't know if that's for the better or for the worse. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of live my life. Like, I don't think I would change anything about the past. I think it has brought me to where I am right now. Did I enjoy every moment or second of my childhood? Absolutely not. I don't know many people who truly say they could. Uh, We are not a sitcom. We're not a white family on a sitcom. Um, (laughs) And so I'm trying to understand like, like, I just, I know that everything that has happened to me has truly brought me where I'm at and can, am I completely satisfied with where I'm at? The answer is no. Do, um, but do I, you know, want to go back and necessarily change it? No, I think I'm fully equipped to have an even brighter kind of future. So as much as I want to complain or the much that I call it like trauma or the much that, as much as I like do those kinds of things, I'm really, I'm okay. Yay. Yay. Okay, great. Wow, our first segment of something from the internet. Amazing. Um, So that kind of gets me into like our actual main topic um, that, oh my God, Kayla actually did something for the podcast. Um, So she picked the topic. Shade me, shade me again. Uh, um, It's uh, what is your mental health worth? Kayla, where'd you get, what, what are your thoughts? Where'd you get this from? Um, honestly, I got this from, I was listening to a podcast, um, I could shout them out called Pretty Basic, mm-hmm. and I was listening to them, and, like, she had, one of the girls on there, Alicia, was, like, kind of, you know, she had lunch or something with a friend, and, like, basically, they were, like, asking her a question, and she couldn't answer it, and they were, like, so let me ask you, like, what is your men- mental health worth to you? And, like, I, and then, you know, they went on on how they, like, discussed it. But, like, honestly, the question really was, like, so, like, just, like, refreshing to hear. Because, you know, everybody talks about mental health all the time and la, 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 la. And, like, it's such a, you know, big deal. Like, yo, you got to focus on it. You got to fix it. You got to do it. Whatever. But, like, I don't think many people are talking about, like, what is your mental health worth to you? Like, what, what is it? that like you will sacrifice or won't sacrifice 
so that you are okay. So that's just like kind of like what I wanted to talk about today. I think it's really important to kind of reflect on on that topic. Like I really, I like it. I, I think mental health is super important. Um, I, I think, um, so when Kayla posed this topic, it got me, well, I was supposed to think about what we were going to talk about and what was going to trigger my mind. And so, you know, I listen to a podcast as well. I listen to podcasts, plural as well. Um, and so, um, the podcast that I was listening to is, um, it's Oprah's super soul, um, podcast. And, um, I like Oprah, you know, that's my girl, Oprah, shout out to you, girl. Um, she had, you don't know who she is, you know? Yo, I don't know how many do we have really young listeners. Cause I feel like that's the only way I was even going to be like, are they white? But then I was like, no, Oprah's huge. So, um, I was these, if our listeners are young, they probably don't know who Oprah is, but, um, but yeah, no, she had a bonus episode. Um, and it was called a bonus episode relationships begin with self. Um, and so basically I think this episode of the super soul podcast was actually a uh, taken from another podcast um, called The Sunrise, Sun spelled S-O-N. So I'm, I think that's interesting. Um, but Kelly Richardson Lawson is the host of that podcast. And uh, um, she had um, the pleasure of having another individual kind of be like the keynote person that was speaking um, on the podcast. And all I know is that this person's name was Spirit. I don't even know if there was a last name or anything like that, but her name was Spirit. And she started talking um, and she had a lot of really good information to say, um, but there was like this two, three minute portion of the podcast. Um, maybe um, y'all should listen to it. It started at like 32 minutes, um, but it was a really good portion of the podcast that talked about um, basically that mental health conditions are generational. And there's something that are passed down um, from, you know, generation to generation, from parent to parent, from, you know, mother to child, like, it's something that is passed down, um, which is interesting um, to me. And you're thinking, like, how is, how is um, mental health, you know, passed down? And she was explaining that, like, um, we are basically energetic beings, right? And so we are, like, literally like balls of energy, like atoms, like ener like literal energy. Um, and so we are sensitive to things. Like we are all energetic. Like, so the things that like we consume impact us, the, the way that we eat, what we're eating, like those things impact us. The, the, the toxins in the air really can impact mm -hmm. us. Um, or the experiences that we have, you know, like if you are in your mother's womb and she's in a stressful environment, like her body is feeling that stress, like and the stress and that energy is being transferred to you or, you know, even your early childhood experiences, like if something happened to you when you were like three or four or whatever, um, those things really shape who you are as a person. And so, um, that it's, it's good. It's all of that. And so 
if you're not healed from that, you continue continuously pass down that energy or those behaviors or those experiences. So she was basically saying that mental health is generational. She said even much, even so much that like 50% of mental illnesses develop before an individual is 14 years old. Like she, like all half of mental illnesses develop before an individual is 14 years old. And I thought that was interesting. And she was like, and you know, she was like 75% of mental illnesses develop before an individual is 24 years old. And so she's basically saying that most of us are diagnosed earlier on in life, um, or have actually not diagnosed, but we develop mental health conditions early on in life. Um, and the problem is, is that we are not diagnosed as soon as it starts to develop. Um, it usually uh, takes 10 years is what she said, um, before we, um, kind of realize what's happening. So I have it often times it's 10 years before we even realize that, um, that transfer of energy is separate from who we actually are as a person. Oftentimes we're told that they are personality traits versus, you know, we're exhibiting symptoms of mental illness. So I thought that that was super interesting. Like all the things that we thought like, oh, that's just who they are. They've always kind of been like that. You know, they've always kind of had this anger issue or they've always kind of been really manic and then get really sad. Or, you know, they always like, like people start to think that these are just who you are. Oh, you're really stubborn. Like that's just who you are as a person. And it's actually, you're exhibiting signs of your mental illness, or you're exhibiting signs of your, the trauma, the PTSD, the anxiety, the depression, like bipolar, anything, you're really exhibiting these signs. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So she was talking about, that's why it's really important to be in touch with yourself um, and, and have that early kind of detection. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah, it's like really interesting that like, especially how, early these like mental illnesses are like developed how they have this like statistic and it's like because that a lot of the times this is all throughout our formative years right and maybe we don't have like the the language to kind of like articulate to say like oh you know I feel sad happy mad like we need to like kind of I think we need to kind of broaden our view on what uh emotions are you know like i think like teaching young people like that there's more than just like three or four emotions like happy sad and mad um which i guess is three um but just like showing that there's like more like you know happy sometimes it's like maybe that's not the right word just being like oh you know i'm i'm excited or i'm frustrated or I'm annoyed, you know, like more so like if they can, they can understand like, you know, I'm not, I'm actually not mad. I'm just more so like annoyed that this didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And, you know, maybe that can be like helping, you know, them regulate like their mood and regulate like their expectations to kind of like resolve not, um, some of these like issues that could, you know, manifest into like more advanced things when they're older. 
you know? So I just find that very interesting um, how early that they are developed, but also I'm not surprised by that because, you know, we've all grown up if you're older than 14 and 24 years old and we're like, hey, you know, you know, I, I feel like I have this because, you know, Susie really always never was letting me join in on her tag game and it always made me upset or like, you know, something more advanced, like Steve never wanted to like say he liked me in front of his friends. So it made me feel. And my teacher was always kind of, you know, making fun of me. Right. Or like, like, you know, some teachers are bogus and they're always like, "Mm mm-hmm, like, you're not smart enough or, you know, like whether they're saying it directly or not, but you internalize a lot of these things. And I also think that like, that's why it's really important to like, when you're young, you don't know if these things are like normal, right? Like when you're young, you don't have any kind of, not normal, but like you have no kind of context to understand or experience to understand, like, is what I'm feeling normal and if we are all kind of walking around because this is what we all do we all how are you I'm fine how are you we are all walking around ignoring how we truly feel like if people actually you know would answer the question legitimately like how are you feeling fine is not a like a feeling that's even what she was saying the spirit individual in this podcast was like like we all have feelings because they're supposed to help us understand what we what our body needs from us like and if we consistently ignore them, we are ignoring our, our most basic needs and desires. And that's not healthy for anyone. So when someone, you know, if Steve doesn't like you, if you're like, oh, well, let me ignore this feeling or let me just like, you know, uh, not process it, not take time to really understand like, what is it that I'm feeling? Like it's, it's not healthy for you. Um, we need to be fully aware and fully immersed in our bodies in order to know what the next appropriate action is to do or what, what, what is happening. So like, just like you were saying, we all have these feelings, feelings tell us what we need. Our feelings turn into thoughts. Right. And so we're like, how could I solve that? Right. So your feeling is like from a, she gave an example. She was like, if you're feeling, you know, thirsty, you know, that's your feeling, right? Like I'm thirsty. And then you have thoughts. Your thoughts are going to help you resolve your feelings. So your thoughts are, I could go into the fridge and get something to drink, or I could, you know, go to my corner store and get something to drink. I could, you know, ignore it and not drink anything at all right like these are thoughts of like what you're going to do to solve the problem obviously the last one is not a good option because you're not solving the problem um but you have these thoughts and then based off of those thoughts you're able to make choices right so okay what what decision did you end up making did you go to the store right or did you have something out of your fridge and each choice um does have an impact on on you right? Each choice that you make, right? So if you aren't processing your feelings and you aren't taking the time to think about how you want to make sure you are um, resolving the feelings that you are having, then you could just make a bad decision, you know, like you could just make a bad decision and that bad decision 
impacts your you know future behaviors right so i thought that that was super interesting and i think that it's also important that people should acknowledge when people say things like we've always said your feelings are valid how you are feeling is valid and you know especially younger in life like it's a, you shouldn't just be so dismissive of how a child is feeling if a child is coming to you and is expressing something to you you should hear them out you should listen to what they're saying and you should validate what what they're feeling right. I, because right exactly and which is actually so funny that you use that example because remember i i literally just told the story but i'll tell it again like i was babysitting um our nieces and at this time they were like probably like three or something years old and so they were still you know working on their verbal ability of uh, you know speaking and explaining what they wanted and la 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 like they weren't i mean they're 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 smart but you know they're three so it's not like they're really out here saying as much as they say now or maybe they weren't three i don't know they were pretty young so um i remember i was watching them and i had to you know like watching them by myself and like one of them you know needed to have a change so like i changed them and had to get them a new outfit um and then you know she started crying and was all upset and i was like what's wrong like i changed you you're no longer wet like i got you new pajamas like everything she was just like crying and not happy and I just was like I was like okay well tell me I was like what's wrong like I don't understand like like can you can you help me like I want to I want to help you like what what's wrong with you and you know eventually she just was like got she like guided me into like she's like she went to like the door of a room and I was like oh okay something in here like I thought all your stuff was upstairs you know but something's in here so like I opened the door for her and she walked in and she grabbed what she wanted and she comes back and she shows me and it's like a specific outfit like and so I was like oh okay so then like I put it on her and I was like are you good like you feel good now like this is great and she's all happy and everything because she wanted to match her sister they wanted to wear the same like pajama outfit and like the outfit that I had put her in at first was not what she wanted to wear. And so she was upset about it. And I didn't, and like, luckily for her and her, like she was able to like, she knew what she, she knew what she wanted. And that's why I was like, I was really grateful in that moment. Cause I was like, wow, like I'm glad I listened to you and like asked you what you wanted because I know some people if like some little girl little baby was crying they'd be like okay nothing's wrong like shh, just like, you're okay you know like would have like tried to like soothe you're making her. a big deal out of nothing right like tried to soothe her out of like her feelings or whatever and, but like luckily I was just like I was like no you're cr I was, like and at first I'm not gonna lie at first I was like what's wrong like I think I like changed you like you're no longer wet like are you okay and then like you know then I was like no like I was like no like but for real like what's wrong with you like I was like no like I I needed to know what was wrong because I don't know for some reason I just I just did instead of just thinking what's wrong with you you were like let me have an actual conversation with you like you treat you like you are a person and not just like a young thing like you are a, your own whole individual no matter if you're two four six or eight okay like and I, I appreciate that, that standpoint of like, you actually sat 
I don't know if you literally sat her down, but you were like, listen, I'm trying to help you. I can only help you if you communicate with me. I don't want you to cry. So please, can you express to me why you are crying? And she was able to do that. Like we can't underestimate people's abilities to, you know, be able to do that, obviously. So go ahead. Right, exactly. So like, that was something that I was just like, wow, like, I'm so like, like, you know, right, exactly. Like, don't underestimate just because like, you know, maybe their verbal skills aren't like there, like, they, they still, they still know what they want. They still like, they're smart enough to be like, no, this isn't right. This is what I want. Like, just like how you are like, no, I don't want vanilla. I want chocolate flavor. Like, you can choose what you want. So, and I just think that that's very true for when it's like, you know, we can't just like push things under the rug for years and years. And that's why people are like, oh, 50% is under 14. It was like, yeah, because are we really listening to our young, young preteens that, that much? Not really. Our young adolescents? No, not really. We're like, go watch your Disney channel and do your homework in color. Like Mm -hmm. it's a lot of top down, like, because I said, so like people parent that way, like rulers, dictators, then you have to realize that you're trying to have a productive person into society. And Kayla and I are parents. So maybe like, it seems easier than said than done. But like, I really think that like, what you need to do is be conscious a little bit about the way that you are treating um, these young people. Because um, one other thing that they said in the um, podcast episode was that, you know, the body always keeps score and remembers every experience we have. Um, And then the recorder of those experiences are our brain. And the way that your brain is functioning is your mental health. So when you really think about it, it's like, if she was forced to be uncomfortable, her body's going to remember that uncomfortable sensation. She's going to remember it. She's going to be like, this is what I'm like being told is the right thing that needs to happen. So my, I'm experiencing this uncomfortability in my body. My brain is going to remember that, right? So my brain is going to be like the thing that like, oh, I remember when I was uncomfortable. I remember when I was forced to do something I didn't like. I remember, I remember. Um, And the way that your brain functions, you know, like, oh, I'm having these flashbacks. I'm being triggered. That's called your mental health. And, you know, we should all kind of sit with ourselves and decode what our triggers are. Um, I think someone asked like, you know, why does this person, you know, why is this person stubborn? I think it was in the podcast, like, oh, like people would just sit, I would always just say like, oh, I'm a stubborn person. I'm stubborn. Like, that's my personality. I'm a stubborn person, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, someone was like, why do you say that? Like, why do you say that? She's like, that's what I've always been told. And they're like, well, who told you that? Well, you know, I was always told that. And she like, you just have to dig into that. And she was just like, you know what? I think I'm stubborn because no one ever listened to me. So now as an adult, to make sure that people listen to me, Like I, I kind of stick with my idea. Like, did you hear what I said? This is what I'm saying. Like, this is what I'm trying to have us do because no one validated me as a child. No one listened to me as a child. Right. So these act, these feelings that we have literally impact everything about us. So I guess getting back to the question that we asked, right? Like, what is your mental health worth? To me, 
it's literally worth everything because it's the start of literally all other things. Like your brain, your like, and heart, whatever are like, to me, probably lungs. I don't know. What's the powerhouse? I was going to say it's the powerhouse of the body, but I don't actually the really know. So it's the powerhouse of the body. Amazing. So when you're thinking about like, just like, you know, not me, cause I'll, I'll be going to the doctor, but they say just like you be going to the doctor, like to check up on yourself, your physical being, like you should be going to like your therapist to check up on your mental well-being because that really dictates and operates literally everything else in life. And so um, my mental health is worth my relationships because again, if you are struggling to maintain friendships or working relationships or romantic relationships, like a lot of that could have something to do with like your mental health. Like, are you six, like, are you okay with processing your own thoughts and feelings and emotions? Because if you're not processing them um, in the appropriate manner, then they're expressed in another way. And so when you're expressing them through your behaviors, people can, um, will have a reaction to that. And so that can impact how you move throughout those, you know, relationships, you know? So um, everyone knows if you want to be successful, you have to have relationships, working relationships, romantic relationships, like if those, if you want them to be like, if you want to have a fulfilled life, these are things that you should have. So um, I think to me, your mental health is really worth everything. I mean, talk to someone who doesn't have a, like a, a strong mental mentality, like they need a lot of support and assistance, right? Totally. Yeah. What's your mental health worth to you? Yes. So I wrote down a couple of things. Um, I said my mental health is worth not being around people I don't want to be around or doing things I don't want to do. Mm. Um, I'm going to have them in list form. And then I also have like how I fix them, um, how I'm going to fix that. So then another thing is not focusing on the bad things in my life and, you know, not enjoying where I currently am um, because I know I can get really hard on myself Um, and then another thing is caring about others and how they view me Um, and so how I plan to fix that and like you know turn that around and be like you know what I'm worth more for those um, is if I see something that I want to do, whether it be like, I want to go to a certain class or I want to, you know, go do a certain activity or something like that, like I'm going to go do it and just not, and not care if no one wants to come with me, you know, like if I want to go to, you know, a candle making class or something and nobody wants to come with me or I can't find anyone that can come or, but it doesn't align with anybody's schedules and whatever, like I'm going to be like, okay, well, I'm still going to go and I'm going to do it because this is what I want to do. And it's going to make me happy. And I shouldn't just like sit out on the sidelines just because somebody doesn't want to do it with me. And I don't want to go alone or whatever. Like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you live life alone at the end of the day. And then another thing is like, I want to start or end, you know, either one, whatever works for me, like either writing down or saying the things that I'm grateful for, because I do have a lot of things going for me. 
even if, you know, I'm not seeing it outwardly, you know, like it could just be some of like the basics of like, I know I keep saying it, but it's like, you know, I live by myself or I, you know, have a, I, I have a job right now and certain people don't. And like, I have a car, you know, like I've, I have things that like I've wanted and I didn't have at a time. So just because, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I'm behind because I don't have, you know, a job that pays me X, Y, Z, or I'm not doing X, Y, Z, or I don't have like all this stuff, like doesn't mean that I don't have other things. And then something else is kind of like the most important one to me is basically faking it till I make it when it comes to like how others view me. And it's like, recognize, like, why is it that I want these people to like me? And if I am just being me, and like realizing if I'm just being me, um, and, you know, being my whole self, like, I know people will like me. And I just have to remember that. Um, Because I think that's something that I really, like, can get into my head easily about, like, especially as someone that has like social, like, anxiety, kind of like, being in groups or just meeting people like is something that like I have a lot of fear about but like I know that I'm this great person and I know that like people do like me once they get to know me and stuff like that that like I should just you know not be so fearful um of allowing that to happen um because that doesn't do me any good that's right you attract what you put out into the atmosphere, I feel like. So if you're like, I'm putting out authenticity, I will attract authentic people, not leeches, not wannabes, not people who aren't up on my level. Like you will only attract what you are putting out there. So I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful and mental health's important. Um, so we have decided that after our segments that we're going to end with a little tippity tip, tip, tippity tip, tip, tip. Um, so, uh, it's real basic. It's a, it's a tip of the week. Um, and so, um, we basically want to make sure that we, you know, are sharing the little gems and the little nuggets that we have learned throughout our lives. And hopefully when we start getting like, you know, people who want to come in um, and interview with us um, and participate on our little podcast platform, um, that they will also provide a little tippity tip 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 because I don't know if I have enough to last us a lifetime. So Kaylee, what's your tip, girl? So right now in the Midwest, it is, it is cold as F-U-C-K-S-H-I-T. Um, Exactly. So you were, you spelled, you said that in your mind, you understand what I just spelled. Um, so, <laughs> well, that's a whole nother issue. Oh no, um, my riding in arithmetic. Anyway, so it's really cold over here and, or even if it's not cold, make maybe in where you live, it's like, maybe some days it's kind of like gloomy outside and it's raining and it's not like ideal atmosphere for you to be out there. But I think the tip is, like, don't isolate yourself even when you're stuck in the house, you know? Like, right now it's cold AF, so you're like, I'm not going outside and, you know, 
I ain't seeing people. Exactly. It's too cold for me to get out there. Dust off my car, put on my boots, have the wind hit me all up beside my face. You know, slap me around a good few times. Call me up. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I don't want to subject myself to that kind of abuse. And you know what? I don't blame you. So what I would say is like, you know, and try to make more of an effort to, you know, call your friends and family um, or call people that you care about that like you can still have like a community and still, you know, like talk, Um, you know, maybe write down in a journal some of your thoughts or, you know, connect with us, your sisterish fam, because we are a community. We are a family. Um, and like you can engage with us on socials. You can send us an email. You know, I I, I live by myself and Kayla live by herself. And, and I'd be tired of talking to Kayla. And I, I want to talk to y'all if y'all want to talk to me. So <laughs> feel free. Yeah, exactly. I know she's tired of talking. So, um, but yeah, we'll definitely respond if anybody wanted to talk to us. Um, but yeah, it's really just like, not isolating yourself in this time because it's easy to do especially when it's dark and it's cold and you ain't got nobody to rub up against no more that's me yeah so that's how it'd be awesome well thanks everyone if you've made it this far in our podcast y'all are real ones real recognized real thanks for listening to your girls erica and kaylee who whose name is kayla but i call her kaylee and uh we'll see y'all next time yes we will now don't forget to follow us again on instagram at sisterish underscore podcast and email us because i know you want to email us because you don't want to isolate it's uh sisterish podcast at gmail.com all right have a good week Bye bye